Hello, this is Gary Van Warmerdam with the Awareness and Consciousness Podcast from PathwayToHappiness.com. This is podcast number I have no idea. And I want to talk today about the financial crisis and specifically about financial fears. But first I want to cover some of the causes, the origins of this financial crisis. I have a little different perspective on how it came about. For those who may be new to the show, these podcasts are basically the background lay of the land of how the mind works, how we create emotions through beliefs, and how we dream our lives and take our actions based on those assumptions and beliefs, and create behaviors that can be sabotaging or destructive. And to give you a better idea of an awareness of those aspects that we didn't learn in school, that drive our behaviors and and can do things like cause emotional drama in relationships or other areas of our lives. So these podcasts are intended to cover the background, the actual steps of what to go do about changing what goes on in your mind, in your emotions, your belief systems, and therefore your behaviors. You can find that on my website at pathwaytohappiness.com in what I call the self-mastery series. Because if you really have a desire to change your life, you first master yourself, and then you master your life. You're the instrument with which you create your life. And without first tuning that instrument, you're likely to miss the mark of what you're aiming for in your life. So a few thoughts on the financial crisis, the origins of it. If you read articles, you look at the situation, there's a lot of discussion about credit swaps. We can look at how through lobbying on the effort of banks, banks continue to lower their capital equity requirements and therefore would lend more and more money. And we can look at the speculation. Now, I'm just taking three factors here that people point to as the cause. But to me, these things are not the cause. They are not the origin. They are part of a cascading flow of falling dominoes. These were the dominoes that were put into place that then caused things to fall later. But what caused these dominoes to be put into place? What is the cause of legislature, speculation, banks changing policy? That began in the imagination of people's minds as assumptions, ideas. Assumptions about cause and effect. If we do this, then this will happen. If we do this, we can make money from it. If we do this, we can eliminate our risk or reduce our risk. Perhaps with a narrow perspective of time or consequences, a limited amount of perception or what I'll call awareness to the ramifications of actions, making assumptions based on a limited perspective. And then, here's the big trick. People put their faith 
in these ideas, that these actions, these policies, buying, investing in property called speculation, they put their faith in the ideas in their mind that this will work. They put their faith in the ideas of all the supporting assumptions as well. Real estate prices will continue to go up. People will be able to pay their mortgages. The insurance of the credit default swaps that they were banking on as insurance would be paid off if necessary. A whole stack of assumptions that look very real because people put their faith in them. In their mind, they had this structure of beliefs, a whole virtual reality, not a real reality. And it looked all true to them because they built a number of supporting cards to hold up all the other cards in their house of cards. And then they took their actions within the structure of this virtual reality. And it somewhat worked for a while because enough people have put their faith in this collective set of ideas. Another way of saying that is enough people put their faith in this collective set of illusions. And so many people believed it. Gives it a feeling of being true. Which is the case with beliefs. If you believe something, it feels true. Any illusion you believe in, even the story, I'm not good enough, feels true if you believe it. It's one of the ways we create emotions. When I look at the origins of this bubble and its bursting, this is a pattern that we've seen before. I've seen it in my lifetime. All we have to do is go back to the dot-com bubble. The same mental gymnastics of assumptions, expectations, putting our faith in them until it became a fanatic frenzy. And then when we take our faith out, everything goes the other direction. This is one of the natures of a collective belief systems. It's how a person's individual illusions are magnified when a whole bunch of people believe the same illusion. And I point to this functioning, some might call it dysfunctioning, way that the mind dreams up a possible future and then people without awareness put their faith in it to make it seem real and then act on what they believe, their behaviors and actions built on that faith in their assumptions. I point to this as the origins because this is not the first bubble that we've seen. You can go back to the 1600s. And they talk about the tulip bulb bubble in Holland. And prices went up astronomically. And then they came down to become one hundredth of what they were. On tulips. Why? Because our imaginations run away and we don't have the awareness to realize it when it's happening. And until a larger percentage of the population 
gets a hold of their runaway imagination and can apply some skepticism. Scrutiny. To be able to see past the illusions we create to what's really going on. And the awareness to expand our perception to see a little bit more to the left and to the right and into the future and how other things are affecting what's happening. Not everybody was blind to what was coming. Some people saw it. A lot of people. It's just harder to see when you're caught up in the middle of it. That's one of the reasons that it's so important to learn to be the observer of ourselves and our minds so we can step back from the illusion bubble we get caught up in. And also the illusion bubble other people get caught up in. This is why perception, perspective, is such a crucial part of awareness. Awareness is having your eyes wide open to see what's really going on, or at least as much as you can. So, as people chat about the cause of this financial crisis, you might pay attention to, or might be interesting to pay attention to, how they completely sidestep, ignore, overlook these very elemental things, what I'll call the origins of the collapse, where the whole thing starts in the imagination, assumptions that people put their faith in, that become beliefs, that then drive their behaviors. So this is a little bit about awareness and perception to help you navigate through these bubbles that we'll probably see again in our lifetime somewhere. And if not, in the area of the financial markets, maybe we'll get caught in a bubble about relationship, about a job, about a person. We'll make assumptions, expectations, we'll put our faith in it, and we'll set ourselves up for having our bubble burst there. The dynamic's the same. That's enough about that. Now a few words about fear. More fear in general than financial fear, but fear is fear. Overcoming and getting over fears. I first want to address one self-help myth. People sometimes suggest about getting over your fears. Sometimes works, sometimes doesn't. When people talk about getting over your fears, they say, realize what you're afraid of and then go do it anyways. Well, that works sometimes. It works if you are really aware of your fear and you're, and you're aware of how much it's cost you in your life that point, you don't care anymore. You'll do anything to break it. If you're afraid of heights, 
You're like, I am tired of this. Yeah, you might go jump out of an airplane. I know a person who did that. Changed their life. They went face to face with that fear. And fear no longer gripped them after that. They refused to let fear control their life that day and then from then on. Now, it generally takes a lot of motivation to go do something like that and challenge a fear or a big fear. And sometimes it'll work. If in that experience you're able to change your belief system. By the same token, that same exercise at different times may not work. Woman I know, she had stage fright, which was a particular problem because she was a performer. And every time, which was several nights a week, that she would go on stage, she would feel fear. It was like a lot of fears. It was principally fear of failing, forgetting her lines, forgetting the song, mucking it up. Well, it wasn't so strong that it paralyzed her. She would go up on stage each night. And the very next night, she would go to get on stage again, and she'd be gripped by fear. And the next night, she would go through this ordeal every time, afraid. And then go get on stage, get into it, and feel fine. So that whole thing about realize what you're afraid of and go do it anyways, she went and did it. And the fear didn't go away. And it's important to understand here why it doesn't work in this case. Or it might not work in some cases. Her experience didn't change her beliefs. The emotion she was creating of this fear was generated in her imagination. And her outside real life experience didn't change what was going on in her imagination. Now, maybe if she forgot her lines and uh, she fell off the stage, maybe the worst possible things all happened and she walked out of there and she realized she was fine. Maybe that would have helped. But that never happened. All her performances went fine. There was never a problem. That's not really how you want to break your fears, is it? You see, if you have financial fears and you're afraid of being that bag lady or bag man, pushing a shopping cart on the street or afraid of losing your house and missing meals. You know, this whole approach, oh, figure out what you're afraid of and go do it anyways. That approach means, okay, let go of all your money, go broke, end up on the street, miss some meals, and then work your way through it until you're not afraid of having that experience anymore. I do not recommend that method of breaking fears. You don't have to suffer that much to break free of your fears. They exist in the imagination. You can solve them there. You can challenge and rid yourself of them there. You don't have to go live the experience in the world. So it's not practical to overcome your fears through this method of find out what you're afraid of and go do it.
And even if you go experience this thing that you're afraid of, it doesn't mean you've cleaned up the stories, the beliefs, the illusions in your mind that drive the emotion to recreate itself the next day. See, we can build those bubbles of illusions again, just like any bubble. You see, those bubbles we create of euphoria and excitement about investing and making money and becoming wealthy and that becomes speculation. We get a high of emotion out of believing that's happening. Feels good. By the same token, when we create illusions of horrific outcomes, we get a buzz of emotions of that. They just happen to be fear and all sorts of unpleasant emotions. Both are created in the virtual reality of the mind. Some lead us towards irrational exuberance and some lead us towards depression. Depending on what kind of bubble you're building, the mechanism of the imagination is the same. It's running out of control and you have faith in an illusion and you have an emotional reaction to it. And if there's a lot more people all collectively dreaming a similar dream of illusion, it's a bigger wave looks more real. So the real way to unravel these fears that are functions of the belief system or any emotional reactions to function of the belief system, I cover in the practical steps of the self-mastery series. You have to get a hold of your mind and you have to learn to be a skeptic of the assumptions that your mind generates. And that will give you a chance to get a hold of the emotions that you're creating. But here's a bit about fear that may help. And I'll share it because it's a piece that can help people realize the motivation to go challenge their fears. It's one of the steps necessary if we're going to break fears. We have to be motivated to do it. We have to finally say, I've had enough. I'm not going to live in this anymore. And uh, an awareness, just an awareness of how we're creating emotions and, and the impact they have can be enough. I'll share this in a story. So I was talking to a woman the other day, and she is in a relationship, been in the relationship a number of years, but it's not great. And it's time for her to move on. And she knows it. She's known it for a few months. She hasn't ended it. And so we were chatting. And a couple of things that came out of this were the amount of emotion she expects to feel by ending this relationship. This is someone she's known for a while, cares about, doesn't want to hurt. And she knows this person will be sad. I'm probably in a lot of pain, brokenhearted. It's going to be a painful time. 
And she feels sad about them being in pain. And not only that, she feels somewhat guilty for being the person to cause the pain. And she doesn't want to put them through it. She doesn't want to put herself through it. So she has this resistance to taking action. She's maintaining the situation as is. Knowing that it can't continue. Under the assumption that she's somehow avoiding the pain of going through this change in her relationship. What she's not aware of is she's not avoiding the pain. Even just considering ending the relationship, which she does every day for the past months, she imagines in her mind this person being in pain. She imagines feeling sad. She imagines feeling guilty. causing this person pain. And so in that imagining, that whole scenario, she creates the sadness for herself, the guilt for herself, all the emotion based on assumption of what will happen in the future when she takes this action. And she repeats this creation of guilt and sadness for herself Every day, every time she thinks about doing this. And not only does she create the guilt and the sadness and the pain of this breakup in her mind, she creates the fear of doing it in the future. Now, mind you, she hasn't done it yet. She's just thinking about doing it. And she experiences the very pain of the breakup while she experiences the fear of going through the pain. And this has gone on for weeks and months. And somehow, by not doing the breakup, she's under the assumption that she's avoiding this painful experience. That's what happens when we're not aware. We keep reliving the same emotions over and over in the virtual reality of our mind. And assume that we're avoiding them, the experience of the emotion, by not taking the action. Even though we're not only experiencing the emotion, we're experiencing the fear of feeling those emotions that we're experiencing. When you realize that you are experiencing all the emotions that you're trying to avoid and you're doing it every day that you perpetuate not taking action and that you're suffering emotionally every day, and you multiply that by the number of days you do it, you find out after a while that this is a whole lot less painful to go do this thing that you're afraid of. Just having awareness, that clarity of what your mind is doing and how you're creating emotions artificially, 
is enough for you to go and change your life. Hopefully this is clear. I'm pointing to something abstract here. I'm pointing to something I'm pointing to something that happens in our imagination. I can't show this in a video. You have to pay attention to the pictures, the images, the stories your mind imagines and the emotions you create from that. That kind of self-awareness by itself, once you become aware of what's going on, the motivation to change comes automatically. And you begin to take action. Awareness leads to transformation. Awareness leads to action and that leads to transformation. We begin to just automatically self-modify and change. So simply paying attention to the way your mind dreams and the emotions you create will open your eyes. And perhaps motivate you to look a little closer at what's going on in your belief system, the assumptions you're making, the illusionary bubbles you're creating, both of hope and expectation, that lead to collapse, shock, surprise, painful emotion. So, perhaps in the financial world, it's just a matter of opening those statements from your 401k or IRA and seeing what's left that you're avoiding doing. But by avoiding it, you're perpetuating all those uncomfortable emotions. Perhaps it's returning a phone call to a bill collector. Perhaps it's informing your wife or your husband of what's going on financially with the bank account. Maybe it's just talking about it. Maybe it's more serious than that. But stagnation is not a remedy for fear. So I don't say just do it. If I were to say anything to that extent, I would say just be aware. And hopefully this little insight into both how bubbles are created through our imaginations and how we create fear and suffering through our imagination, these runaway beliefs that we put our faith in, Just having a better idea that these details are happening in our mind and to be aware of those. Because it's just not a matter of being aware. It's important to know what to be aware of. Hopefully, this has helped. I talk a lot about this virtual world of the imagination and belief systems. 
how our mind dreams and the illusions it creates. And it might seem pretty abstract and not very practical and useful, but if you see in the world the impact it has in practical ways to real life, your behavior, your actions, the financial markets, your relationships, I don't think I'm wasting my time. The practical steps to go work through and inventory the assumptions and beliefs you have and to change the way your mind operates and so you can make better decisions in your life, in your relationships, and the way you express yourself and the emotions you feel. You can find that in the self-mastery course on my website, pathwaytohappiness.com. The first few exercises are free, so you can kind of sample and see if it makes sense to you. This is Gary Van Wormerdam with the Awareness and Consciousness Podcast saying thank you for your time. Hope this was helpful. And may you enjoy and be happy in your life in whatever direction and path you create.